To work or not to work in retirement? On today's show, we'll discuss three pros and three cons of working in retirement. Welcome in to Retirement Room. Retirement Room Radio on the air. We have the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the father and founder of Simon & Simon Financial. 88 combined years experience between these three. And folks, we talk retirement each and every week. They are fiduciaries. And again, the subjects range from estate and legacy planning, safe money strategy, social security planning, tax planning, Medicare planning. If it's in retirement, we're usually talking about it right here on Retirement Roo. So let's get into this. People work in retirement for a variety of reasons, and some people absolutely love it. But then there are others that, well, it can't seem to call themselves retired while still earning a paycheck. So we wanted to figure out, you know, what camp you're going to fall into. So first up, Chad, uh, you won't burn through. These, again, these are pros of working in retirement. You're not going to burn through your savings as quickly. Yeah, that's right, Morgan. So, you know, there's obviously several pros and cons to working in retirement. This is something we see all the time. And what we tell our uh, our clients or the people that we are working with with respect to retirement planning, um, we want to provide you options. You know, we don't want you to have to work if you don't want to. Um, it's it's a lot less stress if you work because you want to, not because you have to. But your perfect example, one pro obviously won't burn through, burn through your savings as quickly. Uh, that's an obvious one, right? A job typically creates a steady paycheck, and that reassure is reassuring, particularly for seniors who struggled to save when they were younger. Um, a salary can help cover their expenses while leaving some of their savings invested for uh, longer needs. That can lead to more investment earnings, which could ultimately help them stretch their nest egg out a few more years. Um, so obviously, uh, you know, working in retirement uh, will allow you not to burn through that nest egg so quickly. Retirement Root Radio, we talk retirement each and every week with the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial. There's going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar, no cost or obligation, just to kind of see where you are in your retirement planning process. If you haven't started one of these spots, it would be perfect for you. Uh, also, if you're currently working with somebody and you've got questions about what's going on inside your portfolio, well, get a second opinion. One of those spots could be for you as well. But again, you know, kind of going over uh, these things, pros of working in retirement, because a lot of people, uh, you know, there's that fear of running out of money. So if you're going to work in retirement, these are some of the pros. I mean, you can obviously hold off on Social Security. And by holding off, Chad, that means you're going to gain more as far as percentages. Yeah, absolutely, Morgan. So, you know, there are several factors that influence how much money you get from Social Security, but two of the biggest are uh, your income during your working years, the top 35 of your working years, and then obviously when you sign up for those benefits. So um, whether or not delaying is right for you um, and, and working after your quote-unquote retirement age, whether or not it's a fit for you, it obviously can increase the amount of Social you can get from a uh, from two different aspects or two different ways it can do that. Um, you know, working longer often leads to higher Social Security benefits, particularly for those who haven't worked at least 35 years already. Um, the government bases your benefit on your average monthly income over your highest 35 earning years during your working years. If you haven't worked this long, you'll have zero income factors forced into your benefit calculation. So uh, effectively, if you haven't worked 35 years, um, you don't have the higher offsets that someone who has worked those years um, has into their calculation, which, which can significantly increase your social security benefits at your full retirement age. And I also enable you to delay benefits. Every month you delay social security, increase your check slightly until you reach a maximum benefit age 70, which is 132% of your full retirement benefit or uh, you're 67 or 66 in four months, depending on the year you're born. So it's a smart play if you don't need the money and expect to have a reasonably long life, which no one obviously knows. 
But for those who don't believe they'll live long, you know, it may be better starting off Social Security a little earlier. This is something, obviously, um, we deal with all the time. And we can. There are ways to calculate that depending on your specific situation. Discussing working in retirement, there are some pros, but there are also some cons. We'll get to the cons in just a second. But one more pro, Chad, is, you know, you're not going to be as bored. Now, that's assuming uh, that you're out there mm-hmm. and you just like working. And then once you flip the switch and you go into retirement, uh, you're kind of stagnant. So you, you you get a little bored. But if you're working, obviously that, that stat's going to go away for you. Yeah, unless you consider the job you have now pretty boring, which obviously <laughs> wouldn't be the case. But I can tell you, I can attest this personally because my dad actually tried to retire several years ago. And uh, just from, you know, when you wake up and you do something the same way for 50 years, it's hard to kind of do anything else. So he tried to retire a few years back uh, and then um, basically woke up one morning and said, look, I, I'm, I'm, I want to go back to work and have, hasn't left since. Not because he has to, because he just uh, I don't know. I don't think he has anywhere else to go. No, plan. I think he just loves, you know, coming in, working with the sons, helping people with the retirement goals. So it's just a passion of his. So, yeah, obviously you would be less bored, but you got to like what you do. So whether that's a job that you have now or maybe changing jobs. Um, obviously, anytime you work or fill your time in retirement um, provides a, a time for you to kind of, uh, you know, find new friends and, and stay entertained with uh, whatever you may be doing. So obviously, yes, that is one factor. You may be less bored if you work a job that you like. Yeah, I was going to say, just using your dad as an example, the social aspect, being around his sons, uh, being yeah. able to interact with you guys. I mean, that's that's a big part of it, too. So we've gone over the pros and again, this is working in retirement. So the pros are, you know, you're not going to burn through your savings as quickly. Uh, you can get a little bit more money from Social Security because you're holding off on your drawdowns. And you're going to be a little bit less bored because you've got, you know, activity in your life, a little scheduled activity. Now the cons. Uh, well, one, uh, if it's me, I'm not going to have as much time for golf. Yeah. So obviously, you know, that's a big one right now. Right. And I think a lot of this has been brought up, especially since COVID. I think everyone's kind of reassessed what matters in their life, whether that's um, spending time with your grandkids or golfing or whatever it may be. If you like to play golf and your, your job takes you away from that, uh, you don't have as much time for golf. You may not uh, think that's in your best interest, but maybe you'd be a golf instructor and then you can do both. So um, you know, it, obviously, if you work or you're doing anything that is outside your hobbies, you'll have less time for those things. Um, so that's something you're going to have to consider. But uh, again, you know, moderation is, is part of that. So um, but that's definitely a con. Obviously, you'll have less time to, to do the things that you kind of have been planning to do uh, since you started working. Right. So absolutely. Less time for hobbies is a con. All right. Another con when it comes to working in retirement, you could owe taxes on your Social Security benefits. Yeah, so this is a big one, right? Especially if you choose to work, um, obviously choose to work after your full retirement age or after you started taking your benefits. So the federal government taxes Social Security benefits on people with you know high provisional incomes. And when we say provisional incomes, that's your adjusted gross income plus any non-taxable interest and in half of your annual Social Security benefits. So individuals provisional with provisional incomes of 25000 or more and married couples with provisional incomes of 32000 or more could owe taxes up, up on up to half of their Social Security benefits. Individuals with provisional incomes exceeding 34000 and married couples with provisional incomes exceeding 44000 could owe taxes on as up to on as much as 85% of their Social Security benefits, which is the top tax tier for your Social Security benefits, uh, taxes on your Social Security benefits. So it is possible to run into these issues even if you don't work. 
obviously with other income sources, but working obviously makes it more likely that this will, um, it still could be worth having a job in retirement, but you might want to think strategically about how you withdraw from your other retirement accounts, whether or not you're taking RMDs and factor all those into whether or not it's worth it, depending from a tax perspective, because um, anytime you add income to your situation, it could put you in that next the tax threshold. Retirement Root Radio. We talk retirement each and every week here in the New Orleans market with the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial. Spending time with Chad Simon, talking about the pros and cons of working in retirement. In this last con, uh, we'll get you to talk about meaning a negative, right? You might be forced to retire early. You might plan on working, but something may happen. Yeah, so this is a big one. You know, we're seeing a lot of this right now with uh, since COVID with companies kind of refocusing their costs, their labor costs uh, higher um, in salaried employees, a lot of severance packages of people that are forced into retirement, um, not coming back to work, trying to get a, a younger, uh, energetic uh, work base that can kind of work from anywhere. So we're seeing a lot of this right now, whether you not want to it or not, you may be forced to retire, right? So some seniors have every intention of continue work, but they end up retiring anyway due to injury, illness, or family issues. So this can be problematic for those who don't save enough during their working years to cover all those costs for retirement. Um, that's not to say that working in retirement is a, is a bad strategy if you're behind on savings. If you're able to do it, it's a great approach. But a plan to work in your senior year shouldn't stop you from saving aggressively while you're younger. Okay, so time is your ultimate friend. Um, you know, we say when you have time in the market, you don't have to time the market. And that's so true. Um, so the obviously, the earlier you can start, we tell all of our clients, you know, tell your kids if they've got a 401k or an IRA, please contribute early and often to that because the difference is exponential on uh, the effect it can have on your retirement. Just a small amount of savings each month um, could lead to a million dollars or more in retirement over a 30 or 40 year period. So, but ultimately, you know, it's up to you to decide whether working in retirement fits you and your vision of your senior years and what you want to accomplish during your retirement years. Um, but don't rule it out. You never know how your opinions could change between now and then. Obviously, with COVID, we've seen that a lot. Uh, when you do your annual savings plan review, ask yourself about working retirement again and be prepared to alter your plan if you change your mind. Pros and cons of working in retirement. These are questions you can ask if you get one of the spots on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. We're going to open up five of those right now. So, Chad, what's going to happen for the first five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We've seen other advisors charge up to $1,000 or more for similar features or offers, but we're going to give you this review to you at no cost or obligation. If you're one of the next five callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement, what this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what it, working with your current planner advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We'll also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. Folks, here's the number, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Again, if you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. It's a courtesy service provided at no cost just to help educate and enlighten. The number again, 800-728-2225. Five spots, they will go fast. 800-728-2225. You know about what it costs to run your household on a monthly basis, and you know you should be padding that emergency fund. But are you? When we come back, little things that can cause big problems in retirement.
Retirement Room Radio on the air. New Orleans Market is our location. Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind the program. Grant Simon, Chad Simon, Father Gerald Simon. 88 combined years experience between these three. And folks, we talk retirement each and every week. They are fiduciaries. And again, subjects ranging from estate and legacy planning, safe money strategies, Social Security and tax planning, Medicare planning. Again, so much goes into retirement. The topics, they are all over the place when it comes to retirement. We talk about it each and every week. If you've got any questions about what's going on with your retirement planning situation, well, there's an opportunity to get on their calendar at Simon & Simon Financial. No cost or obligation. Listen up for that. It will come up here shortly. We can sometimes be our own worst enemy, and we wanted to break down six things. All right, we're going to try to get to all six things that you could be doing that can absolutely sabotage your retirement, and you may not even know that you're doing these. The first one up, Grant, you don't have a budget and you're working kind of from the hip, so to speak. Yeah, that's right, Morgan. I think this is one that, you know, everyone kind of innately knows that you need to have a budget. Uh, You need to know what's coming in. You need to know what's going out every month from a financial standpoint, from an income standpoint. Um, But you also need a budget at all stages of life, particularly as you're nearing retirement age because you know when you have money coming in when you or you and your spouse are working the budget can be very different while both people are working compared to what's going to happen when there is no more money coming in other than having to rely on the income from your assets and or social security or pensions so it's so important to know what are the expenses that you have to run the household and then what are the income sources going to be when you do reach retirement age while you're working it's a little bit easier because you know you have income coming in but once you get to the point where you're relying on social security and your assets to provide all the income knowing exactly what the expense line is is tremendously important Retirement Rude Radio. We talk retirement each and every week with the Simons of Simon and Simon Financial. There's going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar, no cost or obligation, kind of see where you are in your retirement planning process. And again, these are six things that could be sabotaging your planning process, and you don't even know it. All right. So not having a budget, that's a big one. What about not automating savings and debt payments? I mean, this is a big one because some people forget these things. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, we talk a lot about this sort of thing with or this particular aspect of uh, retirement planning and savings with people that are a little bit younger, because, you know, you have to consistently put money into your savings account. Saving early and often is the single best way to ensure that when you do get to retirement age, you're going to have a comfortable uh, and successful retirement. Uh, there was the uh, re- a recent study done by the Retirement Confidence Survey found that 70% of American workers say debt is having a negative impact on their ability to save for retirement. And furthermore, 55% of workers say they are unable to save for retirement and save for other financial goals at the same time. So if you are overloaded with debt and you're not able to save for retirement, then you've got to restructure what you're doing. You want to get rid of the debt that's weighing you down as soon as possible and then focus heavily on saving. But one of the great things that 401ks allow people to do is you can set automatically from your salary deductions a certain percentage 
to come out of your check. On average, the amount that a person should be attempting to save is somewhere between 10 and 15% of their salary. And a lot of people say, my God, that's a huge number. But if you're able to make that 10% uh, savings rate, I can assure you over your lifetime, you are going to be far better off than if you're just saving 2 or 3%. Breaking down things that you could be doing that can be sabotaging your retirement. We've talked about not having a budget, number one. Uh, you're not automating your savings and debt payments. Got to stay on top of those. Uh, and obviously, try to get as much debt out of there as possible so you can put more into your retirement savings. How about this one? You are supporting others as you get older, but you're supporting others at your own expense. Yeah, and this is one that we see all the time in our office. And it's a very sensitive subject because everyone wants to help their loved ones. I mean, if you have an elderly parent, a mother or father who needs help. You want to be able to help them. If you have a son or daughter that gets into trouble or is having a hard time financially, you want to help them. Um, about two in five Americans have provided financial support to a family member during the past year, according to the Family Obligations Cross Generation Survey. And of course, it's natural to want to help loved ones, but it can be a tough balancing act, especially if you're doing so uh, in a way that could jeopardize your own retirement savings. We see this all the time. People come in and they say, look, my, my daughter's in this situation and I want to take some money out of my 401k or my IRA and I want to help them out. And they end up getting hit with a massive tax bill to take the money out and they give it to their child or they're helping their, their parents or whatever it might be. Um, and that can cause an absolutely devastating effect on their ability to retire. In fact, uh, AARP uh, found that family caregivers age 50 and older who leave the workforce to care for a parent lose on average nearly $304,000 in wages and benefits over their lifetime. Uh, these estimates range from 284000 for men to about 324000 for women. And evidence suggests that assuming the role of caregiver for aging parents in midlife may substantially increase women's risk of living in poverty in old age. Folks, I mean, these are numbers you can't really ignore. And uh, we're breaking down six things that you could be doing uh, that are sabotaging your retirement. We talked about not having a budget. Uh, you're not automating your savings and debt payments, so you're behind there. Uh, maybe you are supporting others at your own expense. Uh, and, folks, this is going to happen because family, very important to so many of us, but you have to be careful there as well. Got a, a few more to get to, and let's get to these real quickly, Grant. How about, you know, you're relying on working in retirement? We talked about that earlier in the program about working in retirement, what that can do, pros and cons. But if you're going to rely on working in retirement, this could be one of the six things could be sabotaging you. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, PwC's 8th Annual Employee Financial Wellness Survey revealed that 82% of workers believe they will work in retirement. 32% said they'll work full-time, 50% said they'll work part-time in retirement. The problem is, is that if you're relying on working to be able to supplement the income you're going to need in retirement, if you have a health event, a stroke or a heart attack, or your body starts giving out, and now you're in your late 70s or early 80s, and you're not able to continue to work, you can put yourself in a position where you 
aren't able to to survive in retirement. It is certainly not something that you want to have to rely on. If you want to work in re in retirement, that's fine. If that's something that is that gives you joy to keep working, like my dad, for instance. But you know, you have to have enough money put aside so that if you are not able to work, you're going to be fine. Retirement Rue Radio. We talk retirement each and every week here in the New Orleans market with the Simons of Simon and Simon Financial. Talking about in this portion of the program, you know, six things you could be doing that could be sabotaging your retirement. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. Talk about uh, your retirement situation. Maybe you're doing one of these six. All right. So let's get to these last two, Grant. Uh, you're not accounting for rising health care costs. And boy, I tell you, they're going up. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, Morgan. You know, health care costs represent one of the most significant expenses you may encounter in retirement. Uh, yet, according to the RCS study, fewer than a third of res respondents had actually tried to calculate how much they may need for medical expenses. And the numbers are just incredible. Um, most uh individuals or most experts in our industry say that the amount of out-of-pocket medical bills could be as much as $300,000 for a household. Uh, so you have to prepare for it. It is terribly important. That's why we always have a health insurance and Medicare expert um, on staff here at Simon Simon Financial. Folks, again, we are talking about six things you could be doing that could be sabotaging your retirement. One, you don't have a budget. Two, you're not automating your savings and debt payments. You get behind there. Uh, you are supporting others at your own expense. I mean, again, we all have big hearts. We want to help people, but folks, you got to watch that. And then you're relying on working in retirement, a big one, and you're not accounting for rising health care costs. This is something you have to plan for. And last but not least, Grant, um, you're not working with a pro. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. I saw a recent study by uh, Northwestern Mutual that said that if you compared how much a retiree has if they're working with a professional versus doing self-management, it was a difference of about $1.7 million at retirement. So the person that was working with the professional on average had about $3.6 million at retirement. The person who was doing it alone ended up having about uh, $2 million. So that is an incredible difference. Uh, having an expert that can help guide you through all of the different pitfalls in retirement planning can make a tremendous difference. Uh, it is something that it is absolutely worth doing. You know, you would not go to the hospital and say, uh, I, I need a quadruple bypass, so I'm going to do the surgery myself, doc. No, you're going to have a surgeon do the surgery for you. So the same thing should be done for your money. You need to work with a professional to make sure that you don't miss something and you're prepared for whatever may come in the market. All right, here we go. We're going to open up the phones right now. We've got five spots. Grant, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We've seen others charge up to $1,000 or more for similar futures or offers, but we're going to give you this review with no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who has at least $200,000 saved for retirement. And what this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning for you by mapping out where you are now. We will also run a feed report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. 
module. We will also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes, and we'll even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques, which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. All right, here we go, folks. If you got at least 200000 saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. 800-728-2225. We got five spots. 800-728-2225. The goal of the show, help you make the best decision. 800-728-2225. If you have any questions about retirement, here's the number. 800-728-2225. The Social Security COLA is 5.9% for 2022. That is not the only change to Social Security next year. On today's show, we'll highlight some of the biggest changes and how they can affect you. Retirement Root Radio on the air. New Orleans is the market and Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind the program. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon and Simon Financial. Between these three, get this, 88 combined years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries and we hit all the topics when it comes to retirement each and every week. And there's going to be an opportunity. If you've got any questions about your retirement situation, uh, if you're working with someone, obviously, uh, get a second opinion. If you haven't started planning, now would be a good time. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, maybe it's time to think about working with a pro, working with a financial advisor, a fiduciary. Uh, one of these spots on the calendar, no cost or obligation, could be for you, and that is coming up. So Social Security Administration will implement a number of significant changes for the upcoming year. It's called the New Sacred Trust Bill, and we wanted to explore how the changes could affect you. And this is big for Louisiana, so let's get into this. Chad, first, uh, across the board, benefit increase. Yeah, absolutely, Morgan. So, yes, the Sacred Trust Bill uh, it will have huge impacts for Louisiana as one of the few states that are affected by several of these issues, which I think Grant will talk about in a little bit. But, yes, across the board benefits, absolutely. Uh, it will provide an immediate, immediate benefit increase for all beneficiaries of $30 a month, representing a 2% benefit increase for the average retiree, effective in 2022 through 2026 for all beneficiaries. Well, what about indexes and the cost of living adjustments? Absolutely. So under the bill, annual it's under the new bill, annual Social Security COLAs would be based on what is called the Consumer Price Index for the Elderly, the CPIE, which measures those cost increases experienced specifically by seniors, which is so important. The CPIE is projected on average to be higher than the CPIW, which they currently use by uh, two-tenths of a percent of two basis points or two-tenths of a percent each year. Effective for coal is in December 22 through December 2026. Folks, we're talking about this new sacred trust bill uh, coming in in 2022. It's going to impact so many people uh, out there, obviously, and going them over. So across the board, benefit increases, indexes, cost of living adjustments. And now this one raises the income thresholds above which Social Security benefits are taxed. Yeah, this is a big one. So Social Security benefits are taxed when beneficiaries have other income in addition to their benefits if their income exceeds certain thresholds, right? So these thresholds are currently $25,000 for individuals and $32,000 for couples. This, this provision raises those thresholds to $35,000 for individuals and $50,000 for a couple. 
um, effective, effective for tax years 2022 through 2026. Folks, we are discussing, again, the Social Security Administration implementing the sacred trust bill that is out there uh, for 2022. It's going to impact everyone in some form or fashion, so we're discussing that. Again, the, the, these are going to even bring up more questions what's going on with your retirement planning process. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial, the power behind Retirement Root Radio, which is what you're locked into right now. And again, we talk about retirement each and every week. If you've got questions, jot this number down, 800 728 that's 800-728-2225. We're going to open up the phones here in a little bit, and we've got five spots on the calendar for the upcoming week for Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. Uh, when you hear us do that, jump on one of those appointments, and you can ask all these questions, and you can do it in person. So new sacred trust bill is coming. Uh, we're going over, again, what's going to happen and how that's going to impact you. Of course, there's going to be across-the-board benefit increases. Uh, there's indexes, uh, cost-of-living adjustments. Uh, that's going to happen. Uh, raises the income threshold above which Social Security benefits are taxed. We talked about that. And Grant, let's bring you in. This is going to add dependent care credits. That's right, Morgan. So the bill provides an earnings credit within the Social Security benefit formula for up to five years for someone out of the workforce or with reduced wages while caring for a child under age 12 or a dependent relative. And that's going to be effective in 2022 through 2026 for anyone receiving benefits who has prior years of caregiving. So even if you were given, had caregiving for years prior to 2022 through 2026, that will uh, be a credit that they add into your Social Security. Folks, again, we are talking about what's happening with the Social Security Administration, the sacred trust bill that is going to be coming out in 2022 and how that's going to impact you. And we've gone through, again, four of these. We've got two more to go. This next one is big for Louisiana. Uh, and so let's let's talk about this grant and maybe a little bit more in depth. This is going to repeal the government's pension offset and windfall elimination provisions. Can you explain? Yes. Yeah, so the a sacred trust bill is going to repeal both the government pension offset and the windfall elimination provision or WEP uh, so that affected state and local government retirees are no longer subject to these reductions in their social security benefits. This will be effective for benefits paid in 2022 through 2026 to those affected by the WEP and the GPO. So the WEP, the windfall elimination, which is something that uh, Louisiana is one of about eight states that is affected. If you work for a state municipality, you work for uh, uh, the fire department or the courthouse or any state government agency, when you get to the point of triggering your Social Security and you receive a pension where you are not paying into Social Security, they take two-thirds of that pension amount that you're receiving and subtract it from your Social Security benefits up to a cap of $480 per month. So if you were getting a pension from uh, the, you know, local courthouse and that was $2,500 a month, they would take two-thirds of it up to a cap of $480, and that's how much they reduce your Social Security benefit from. If you're dealing with the government pension offset, I'll give you an example. Husband's making $3,000 a month in Social Security. The wife worked for a state municipality, and so they're getting a $2,500 uh, state pension. The husband dies Normally, a wife would receive the $3,000 in Social Security benefit, but with the GPO, 
the government pension offset, they take two thirds of her $2,500 pension and subtract that amount from the $3,000 the husband was receiving in social security without any cap, without the $480 windfall elimination cap. That is going to go away as, as well. This is a massive change, one that Chad and I have been talking about, hoping for, for the last 10 years or so. It looks like with the new sacred trust bill, this is going to be an absolute absolute boon for those who are getting ready to retire that are dealing with the windfall elimination and the government pension offset. Again, folks, I mean, this is going to spawn even more questions. We understand that. And there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. That's coming up here in just a little bit. We've got one more to talk about, Grant. We're going to keep you on for this one. And again, this is the sacred trust bill that's coming in the new gear. Uh, again, big changes are coming and how it's going to impact you. This last one, combined social security trust funds. Yeah, that's right. Uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but there are actually two funds for the Social Security Trust. There's the fund for retirement and the fund for survivor insurance and disability insurance. They're going to make those one unified Social Security Trust Fund to ensure that all benefits will be paid. Uh, this is going to be effective in 2022, and it's going to continue for all future years. So with all of these changes that this bill is going to create in Social Security, you absolutely want to sit down with an, with an expert in Social Security, some, an advisor that focuses on Social Security maximization like we do here at Simon Simon Financial, and make sure that you know exactly how these changes are going to potentially affect your Social Security benefits. I tell you, I think it's a perfect segue because I remember when we started this radio program, uh, Chad Simon was described to me as the Social Security uh, guru. He locked himself in a room and he learned as much as he possibly could. Night, day, just study, study, study. He's here to tell us what's going to happen for the next five callers. Again, we're talking about the Social Security Administration and that sacred trust bill that is coming. So, Chad, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We've seen other advisors charge up to $1,000 or more for similar features or offers, but we're going to give this review at no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning for you by mapping out where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current plan or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We'll also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques which can turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. Folks, it's your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement income plan. You need to call right now. We've got five spots. Again, limited space on the calendar for Simon & Simon Financial. Book an appointment right now. If you've got at least 200000 saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, 800-728-2225. Again, the number, 800-728-2225. We talk about peace of mind, uh, just talking about your situation, kind of figuring out where you are create that set of goals that you want in retirement and create a roadmap in the middle to get you there. Again, five spots. They will go fast. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. When we come back, questions from listeners. That and more right after this.
Retirement Room Radio on the air. New Orleans is the market. Simon & Simon Financial, the power behind the program. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. Again, Gerald, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. And between these three, 88 combined years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. Each and every week we hit different retirement topics, and it's going to you know, cause a lot of questions to come up with what's going on in your retirement situation. The good news is there's an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. That is coming up. We open up a few spots each and every week for radio listeners only. So grab one of those spots, no cost or obligation, when we open up the phones. That's coming up in just a second as soon as we get through our question and answer. So first question is going to go to Grant, and this is from Covington. Sarah is there. Grant, here's the question. I've been helping my parents look at long-term care policies and I am shocked at how expensive they are. You said one time on your show that there are other ways to provide long-term care coverage without buying a policy. Can you go over that again? Because this is a topic we do hit. Yeah, that's right. Thank you so much for the question, Sarah. Um, and you're right. It is shocking to see what the cost of long-term care policies can be. Uh, now, it does depend a lot on how old your parents are. Obviously, the younger you are, the less expensive it's going to be, just like it would be with life insurance. It's cheaper to buy a life insurance policy for somebody younger than it is for somebody that's older. But there are a number of different alternatives that can provide the same benefits that long-term care policies, traditional long-term care policies provide. Essentially, these types of products are based on a life insurance policy that says that if an individual loses two activities of daily living, uh, dressing, feeding themselves, getting in and out of bed on their own, uh, all of these different things, then they would be able to access the death benefit of that insurance policy while they are living. It's paid out um, over a period of time, usually uh, four years or so, 50 months is the average or four years. Um, and it is a way for you to not put money into a traditional long-term care policy that you may or may not ever use. In these types of accounts, you are guaranteed or your heirs are, the heirs are guaranteed to get at least what you put in, usually significantly more. And if something were to happen to your parents, then they would be able to access that death benefit while they are living. It's a way to dramatically increase the amount of benefit you get. You don't have these ever-increasing uh, premium costs like you do with traditional long-term care policies, and you're not in a position where you might pay for 25 years on a traditional long-term care policy, pass away, and get no benefit out of that uh, traditional long-term care policy. Retirement Rue Radio, our question and answer portion of the program. Again, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. And we always see a question and answer leads to even more questions with the listeners. And it's okay to ask, folks. This is no cost or obligation if you can get one of these spots coming up here in just a little bit. All right, Chad, got a question for you from Mandeville. Roland is there. Here's the question. I will stop working at age 62. I can survive financially for several years without Social Security. If I wait to my full retirement age at age 67, I'll have 
no earned income since age 62. Now, those years will count as zero when they calculate my Social Security benefit. Am I better off collecting at 62 with no zero years in the averaging, or should I collect at 67? Yeah, it's a great question, Roland. You know, this is something we literally deal with every week, multiple times a week when we meet with new um, prospective um, retirees. Uh, and, and it's such a difficult question. The good news is it can be calculated. So every every week, it seems we have someone come in, you know, should I take my benefits at 62, invest the funds or save them? Or would it be better to wait until my full retirement age where I'll get a larger benefit? Uh, and then you throw in other considerations, which is whether or not you'll be working from age 62 to 67 or your full retirement age. That's not 67 and how that will affect your benefits. So the good news is, is that we can pretty much calculate which way is better for any number of different variables for your specific situation. We have calculators. Uh, we have software that enables us to get this pretty much down to a science. Um, but in general, the first thing you have to consider is your life expectancy. Now, obviously, no one knows exactly when and how they'll die. But from experience, I can tell you that most people will live longer than they think they will live. Uh, so often I'm here, you know, I'm 10 pounds overweight, so I'm going to die before I'm 75. And I can tell you that it's not likely. Um, and I can tell you, you're going to set yourself up for disaster if you plan on that. Um, so, you know, that's something you have to handicap. Obviously, if you do die early, age 67 or, or 70, well, then, yes, it is better for you to take your Social Security uh, as early as possible. But most people will live well past 70 when the average life expectancy in the United States is currently near 80 years old. And I can tell you the math says if you take your Social Security benefits at full retirement age and you're at the maximum benefit, you have to only live to about age 60 or about age 76 or 78 to reach that break even point. And that's the point in which the cumulative benefit of taking your Social Security benefit at full retirement age becomes more than the cumulative benefit of taking your benefit early. Uh, and then finally, you have to consider whether or not you'll be working and how that can uh, will and if it can and will infect or increase your full retirement benefits. So uh, there are many different factors to consider when determining which way is the best for your specific situation. But again, like I said, the good news is we do have calculators and softwares that allow us to put in any variable you can imagine to determine uh, which way is the best option for your specific situation. But it is a great question, Roland, something we see all the time. Retirement Root Radio question and answer portion of the program, of course, the fuel behind this program, Simon and Simon Financial, there's going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar and you can ask questions about what's going on with your retirement. And uh, again, these questions are going to spur even more questions from our listeners. So uh, let's go to Metairie. Grant, you'll handle this one from Maureen. Here it is. I plan to maximize my contribution to my 401k, including the catch-up provision. Uh, and that's coming up in 2022. So this is what she's planning to do. And can I still, can she still, I should say, contribute to a Roth IRA in that situation? Yeah, that's a great question, Maureen. Uh, you absolutely can contribute to a Roth IRA, even though you have maxed out your 401k contributions. Now, it's important to remember that when you're making those contributions to your 401k, that's for the pre-tax side of your 401k contribution. So you would want to put the maximum amount into the 401k on the pre-tax side, and you are still, after you do that, able to make the contribution up to $6,000 if you're under 50, or if you're 50 or older, up to $7,000 into your Roth IRA for that contribution. So great question. 
Retirement Route Radio, final question of the program. Then we're going to open up the phones and give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. Grant, last question. We're going to throw this one at you as well. Uh, Martin is in Folsom. Here's the question. When you withdraw monies from a 401k plan, pay the taxes, and reinvest the balance into a Roth, is there a waiting period of five years before the profit is tax-free? Also, if you do this yearly, must each conversion amount be held for five years? Or, once the Roth is open, is it only one five-year period? Yeah, Martin, that is an excellent question. Um, and just to clarify, I think what you were saying at the very beginning when you said when you withdraw monies from a 401k plan, pay the taxes and reinvest the balance into a Roth, I think you were trying to say do a conversion. So it's a little bit different than just withdrawing the money. But when you make a conversion from a 401k, pre-tax side of a 401k, into a Roth IRA, once you do that, the answer is yes. There is a five-year waiting period, and it's five tax years, not technically five years, five tax years before the interest is tax-free when you withdraw it. In addition to that, if you did a conversion every year from your 401k into a Roth IRA, each one of those conversions does stand on its own. You do have a five-year period for each of those conversions. Now, if you had money in a Roth IRA that you contributed and it had been open for five years and you were to roll 401k Roth, a, 40, a Roth 401k into that IRA that's been open for at least five tax years, you're fine. But Every conversion has a five-year period that it must be in the Roth before you can withdraw the interest. That's a very good question. Retirement Rue Radio. Hard to believe the show's just flown by, and now it's an opportunity for you, radio listeners, to get a spot on the counter with Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. Grant, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, we've seen others charge up to $1,000 or more for similar features or offers, but we're going to give you this review with no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. And what this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning for you by mapping out where you are now. We also will run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We will also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. And we'll even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques, which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. Okay, folks, fire up those phones. Get ready. If you've got at least 200000 saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. We're proud to be shedding light on a number of different topics today. So many people are struggling with these issues in retirement. Ask the questions in person, folks. You have the opportunity right now. We've got five spots, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. No cost or obligation. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards retirement, again, these strategies are going to work best for you. The number, and it will go fast, 800-728-2225. Five spots, 800-728-2225. Call now.
insurance advisory services offered through Simon and Simon Financial and Chad Simon. Chad Simon and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Simon & Simon Financial. By contacting Simon & Simon Financial, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.